Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. Today, we're going to be getting into a reading, which is technically a listening for you guys. The blog should be available on com, and we will be talking about group think. Now, of course, we know about the whole group think that had happened. There was a big scandal. There was a president back in the 60s. Reagan? Was it Reagan? He was part of a a huge scandal. I forgot what it was. I really don't care about the past and past history because it has no relevance to what is happening in, in my life today and to what's going on, you know, in regards to the future. But again, groupthink is when people come together and there is no way of deviating away from what they think about. Groupthink is kind of like, oh my God, here in Thailand, I used to work down South, right? And there were three Manupa. Manupa is basically a grumpy old lady. The grumpy old lady that complains and gossips. Now, I don't remember seeing many of these grumpy old lady women out there in America. But again, here in Thailand, there are a plenty, there are a plethora of them. But these three women, if you didn't do as they said, you're considered to be an outsider. They're going to turn against you and they put groupthink into work. So if I walk into the teacher's room and I remember there was teacher B, teacher A, teacher Pachari, uh, the only other guy, he was a, a Thai teacher, and then there were those three women. Well, to be honest with you, it was very close-knit at the beginning, but then when the second semester came, it ended up being just horrible. The group think was so powerful that teacher A and B, who I had spoken to on so many different occasions, they just completely ignored me. The only time I could speak to teacher B, who was pregnant at the time, was in her classroom. But to be honest with you, I think the last month I was there, I just stayed in the library. I stayed in air condition. I stayed away from them. Because when groupthink happens, they turn almost the entire school against you. They gossip their way to new, I'm talking to measures where it, it makes it unbearable for you to even stay there any longer. Oh my God, that was one of the greatest moments. And one of the most scariest moments of my life, of my life because I seriously thought that I wasn't going to be able to get another job here in Thailand. And luckily, I took that significant leap, went through one of the most difficult months of my life because I didn't want to be part of that anymore. So that's groupthink through my life. Now we're going to listen to it through this recording. All right. And then we'll get back to it and see how much I could relate to it to my life again. So I'm going to hurry up and screen share. And now we are screen sharing. And I hope that the audio is loud, unlike the last time. So here we go. Group think. One. Many people consciously try to avoid conflict. Some swallow their feelings, smiling through situations that cause them pain or distress. Others steer conversation away from contentious issues, while others go out of their way to avoid discussing them in the first place. Turner and Weed, 1983, described these kind of people as concealers, arguing that they're unwilling to take risks and say nothing as a result. All of these behaviors can lay the foundations for a psychological phenomenon defined by William H. White Jr. in 1952 as groupthink a state that he argues has a detrimental effect on a group's ability to make decisions. Two. Although the term was coined by White, the initial research into groupthink was pioneered by the Yale psychologist Irving Janis. 
Janice stated that groupthink occurs when concurrent-seeking becomes so dominant in a cohesive in-group that it tends to override realistic appraisal of alternative courses of action. Janice, 1971. Or, to put it another way, groups often become so obsessed with maintaining a harmonious relationship that they lose the ability to objectively evaluate alternative viewpoints. Individuals feel pressured to conform to the views of their peers, and this hinders the group's ability to make informed choices. To a certain extent, the better the relationships between the individual members are, the more likely the group is to make an irrational decision. 3. In his 1972 publication, Victims of Groupthink, Janice prescribed three main causes of the phenomenon. As already mentioned, a strong cohesiveness can lead to groupthink. When groupthink occurs, it is as a result of conflict avoidance in favor of maintaining harmony. Groups that are not cohesive can make poor decisions, but this is different from decisions made as a consequence of groupthink. A lack of willingness to challenge the views of others will almost certainly lead to poor decision-making, and this is further exacerbated by structural issues, such as isolation from other groups. Closed leadership styles, when decisions are dictated by management, not shaped by the group as a whole, also hinder the productivity of a team. High-stakes situations also often lead to groupthink because stress and anxiety are not conducive to rational thought. Decisions are made with very little discussion or disagreement because individuals are wary of the consequences of upsetting the status quo. Damn. 4. When groupthink occurs, various behaviors become more dominant. For example, even when presented with evidence that contradicts their views or decisions, the group persuades themselves of the validity of their original course of action. Peer pressure also plays an increasingly significant role in the group dynamic. Anyone who expresses views contrary to the group consensus will be put under enormous pressure to conform. Successful early decisions may also lead to complacency and individuals will feel even less inclined to voice concerns. At this point, the group becomes overconfident and even hostile towards individuals or teams outside their sphere of influence. The general perception of other teams is that they are inferior and that as a result, any opinions they hold can easily be discredited. 5. Arguably, groupthink can be avoided with effective planning of the decision-making process. An environment needs to be created in which team members feel able to challenge decisions or opinions without fear of reprisal. The group also needs to be objective in its assessment of alternatives and the risks that each carries before making a decision. Furthermore, they should be flexible enough to reconsider the alternatives should information come to light that challenges the validity of their original decision. So, what measures can be taken to avoid groupthink? According to Janice, 1971, one method is to create the role of critical evaluator within the group. This person essentially plays the role of devil's advocate raising objections or doubts at all points during the decision-making process. The role of the leader is also key, as rather than taking a dominant role, 
he or she should aim to attend fewer meetings so that the group feels free to work how it wants without fear of judgment. The leader should also, if resources allow, set up several independent groups working on the same problem because this will allow for varying perspectives to emerge. Furthermore, outside experts should be frequently consulted so the group can gain a neutral perspective on their work. 6. Because it is difficult to artificially replicate an environment conducive to this naturally occurring phenomenon, groupthink is notoriously challenging to verify under laboratory conditions. As a result, there is little empirical data to support the concept. Park, 1990, conducted a literature review of studies into groupthink and found no evidence for the claim that cohesiveness and leadership style lead to groupthink. However, when testing individual variables, some support has been found. For instance, Erdem, 2003, found that high degrees of trust can lead to groupthink, and others have pointed to the concept's relationship with other psychological theories as support for its validity. Although not empirical studies, many case studies seem to have found evidence of the groupthink phenomenon. Dimitrov et al., 2005, found symptoms of groupthink in both the Challenger and Columbia space crashes. Scharf, 2005, suggested that groupthink helped to explain some of the fraudulent behavior that appeared in the company WorldCom. Many other examples from decisions in war to company strategy seem to indicate the existence of groupthink. Wow. 7. Many critics of groupthink would actually like to modify rather than dismiss the concept entirely. Although laboratory research is limited, there are many case studies where it appears groupthink played a role in poor decision-making. Despite the concept having limited theoretical support, it remains one of the most well-known theories in management and psychology. The fundamental question is whether groupthink is a myth or whether further research could actually validate the concept. Well, I think there's no, to be honest with you, I think there's no doubt that obviously it is true. I mean, just think about it, guys. Um, Groupthink. Let me give you an example of groupthink. So Encore, a newly opened gym out here in Saton in the heart of Bangkok, my friend, David, who's the CEO, used to own a franchise of another gym called The Lab, Right. But because he franchised it out and he invested heavily into it, and then he brought us a, a partner on who, of course, I've taught her kids before, and she invested millions of bot into this thing, goddamn gym. The groupthink was occurring at the other branch in a place called Sukhumvit. So the smaller branch I used to go to at the Ceylon branch of the lab, it was smaller, it was very independent, but everything had to go through the Sukhumvit branch. So what had happened, I could go over all the crazy details, but to be honest with you, the groupthink was so strong that any idea that my man David would bring to the table, they would shoot it down. The things that would happen over the course of five months, six months, seven months, you name it, the meetings, the amount of ignorance, the amount of twisted words, the amount of two-facedness, I mean, it was so bad to the point David just said, I'm out. You guys are sick. And guess what? Now, what's crazy, what's crazy is David left literally five months before that branch had closed. 
So over the last two years, this place that had, let's just say three locations, because there was another location just on top of the Sukhumvit branch, which was like open and for personal trainers. Now all the personal training and everything is in just one place downstairs. So they went from three locations to two. Now they went from two to one. And because the group think is so strong, they truly believe that they are still on top of the, uh, of the food train. And I'm like, guys, what makes you believe this is when you need like a leadership coach and a business coach to go in and say, dude, you guys are failing and failing hard. You just shut down your branch. You lost a franchise. You lost a key investor. You lost a key sponsor, okay, or a partner. You lost a manager of your Sukhumvit branch, and you still believe that your gym is on top of the world without reducing pricing to make it more competitive? Guys, it doesn't work that way. And unfortunately, this type of groupthink is going to push them to not only bankruptcy, they lost key value. Like they could have been, they would have been able to sell that, uh, that gym for maybe 600,000 US dollars, probably about three, four years ago. That gym is probably worth only 10,000 US dollars, literally 10,000 US dollars. If hold on 10,000 US, is that three, is that 300,000? Yeah. 300,000. Yeah. They were talking. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I might be wrong. A hundred thousand U.S. dollars, because that value—oh my God—that would be decrippling, just terrible. But again, that goes to show you that if people aren't open and they're not trustworthy and they haven't established their four cores of credibility, this is ultimately going to come back and haunt them. We've all been there. We've all done that. We've all either been in a place where you know uh, it could be at home. Or it could be at school, it could be uh, at your company, wherever it may be. And you know that there are a group of people together where that group think is happening. Where if you try adding an idea, they'll shoot it down immediately. Even though the company is completely falling apart, their egos and that group think is still saying, no, we're doing just fine. You guys just shut down a branch. You lost how many clients from that location? Do you think they're going to honestly come all the way to the Sukhumvit branch, which is like 40 minutes away by train? Well, for, you know, train and walking with limited showers and over one class. No, guys, all you're doing now is you literally have a handful of clients and you possibly have, you, you probably don't even have that many classes anymore. You guys are on life support. And it's going to be unfortunate, but by the time, by the end of next year, you guys are going to be finished. So that's one thing. So let's, let's, let's talk about concealers. People who smile through situations, although they know, although they know something is wrong. Oh my God. Of course, living down here in Thailand, I can tell you a number of things, but we've all been there. We've all worked at that job. We smile, but we know something's wrong. You know what's crazy? People know me so well to be that high energy, like high performance coach slash mentor slash all these other things, you know? But if I ever come into the gym and I'm very quiet, people pick it up extremely quick. That's what sucks because I'm such high energy and I'm so enthusiastic about my passion in life. When I'm quiet, they're like, Arsenio, what's up, man? You're too quiet. What's up? 
And of course, I'm not going to say, oh, nothing's up. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Unless I'm really pissed off. Unless I'm playing a sport. Let's put it that way. But if I, if someone comes up to me and says, Arsenio, what's wrong? I was like, man, a bunch of, I'm just going to be very honest because I am honest. People might not want to hear it, but it happens from time to time. Okay. Because we're all humans. We cannot always be at that extreme high. So concealers are people who just literally walk around with all that stuff on their chest or smiling their way through the office and they really don't like being there. So you guys got to put that into perspective. There's very little discussion or disagreement. It's kind of like when I go to the guy, you know, it's really good because my last job, although it was horribly racist, the lady, she was always open. She was always open. I brought so many ideas. I developed this course. I did so many things for that place you couldn't even imagine. I was the giver. All the other teachers were there to just take. They gave nothing to the table. They always went there, metaphorically speaking, to get a to-go plate. So again, when the group thing happened with me in about, what was it, November of 2017, October of 2017, I believe, I was like, oh, hell no. Wait, what? What, what, uh, no, and I tell them, I, I showed all the stats. I said, do you see all these students that did not renew? They all went abroad. He didn't want to believe me because again, that's group think. That was the quote unquote head teacher of the place at the time. And guess what? To be honest with you, now there are teachers rolling in and out and it's just, it's mayhem there. And now that the pandemic has happened, oh yeah, we know who's really winning now. So guys, again, the what to do in these cases, got to have someone who plays that devil's advocate. Challenge decisions openly. You know, have you guys ever heard My Stupid Boss? It's an Indonesian film. Again, they were speaking Bahasa, uh, what is it? Bahasa, Indo, uh, what is it? Malay Bahasa, Indonesian Bahasa, a little bit of English from now and again. But it was called My Stupid Boss. It's an Indonesian flick, right? And in that movie, anything they said, the boss would shoot down. He would never take recommendations. So he was the center of the universe. And that's the problem. This is how businesses end up failing. Blockbuster. Who do you think, when Netflix came to Blockbuster, probably too early, but when they came there and said, hey, man, I have this great idea. And Blockbuster's like, ah, <laughs> this is ridiculous. They weren't open to it. And now Blockbuster's out of business. So guys, again, man, when it comes to groupthink, you guys have to think about it. Think about like at your job and whatnot and what you can do. You actually got a lot, you got some really good actionable stuff in, stuff in this podcast and especially in that recording. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I am your host as usual and stay tuned for another wonderful podcast coming up tomorrow. We're going to have some TOEFL. We're going to have some TOEFL ITP. So again, guys, if you want to join the conversation elsewhere in a very exclusive group, make sure you tune into my Patreon. Uh, again, that is available. Just make sure you tune into the link down below and stay tuned for more. I'm your host as always, over and out.